Reverend Cash's talks, where issues of life and faith are discussed for your edification and application. Thank you for tuning in. I am your guest host, Wayne. opportunity to talk with you about trust. Trust is a big thing in today's world. Many times we hear people say they don't trust the government. They don't trust, <laughs> they don't trust the police. They don't trust this or that person. That's true. That's very true. But what is trust? What are they talking about? How do you define trust? All right, so I'm going to give three definitions of mm-hmm. trust. They are similar, but just maybe the wording, the nuances, and so on. Mm-hmm. I will give two from other sources, and then I will describe how I define trust within the context of mm-hmm. this conversation that we're having. So this organization, the Depression Alliance staff, they define trust as the feeling that you can rely on other people to be honest, fair, and respectful. They claim that trust is about believing that other people will behave as you expect and that they will act in an appropriate way. So that's the Depression Alliance staff. And then there is the Good Therapy Organization. So that's goodtherapy.org. Org, they explain that trust is the act of placing confidence in someone or something else. And then this is how I define trust. I define trust as the unreserved confidence in the ability of a person to act in ways that demonstrate respect, consideration or sensitivity and love towards another person within the context of a relationship whatever the nature of that relationship is. Okay, I think um, a common thread I heard in all three definitions was confidence. Yes. And um, expectations. There's some expectations of how people will um, behave in a given situation. Right. So, okay, so that's essentially... So when somebody says they don't trust the government, are they basically saying they have no confidence in the government acting in a manner that they expect the government to act in that's that's true mm-hmm. they, they, they don't expect the government to to act in ways that are fair and mm-hmm. trustworthy and and yeah. that is in keeping with justice yeah. Yeah. you know so and i think they call that social trust there right. there so there are different yeah. types, types of, of trust, trust yeah. right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and in our in relationship trust i suppose the parties one party if they um one party says he or she doesn't trust the other party is that they don't take uh Based on experience, they don't expect the other party to live up to their obligations. Usually that is the case, right? Okay. So they're really falling below expectations. Expectations, right? So it has a lot to do with confidence and expectations. And your ability to rely on the on person the, to right. behave in those yeah. expected ways. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why is this matter of trust uh, such an important one? All right. Thank you for the question. Mm. 
I I cannot begin to tell you how many times I have heard people boast about how they have no friends, they don't keep friends, friends are no good, or some people will boldly tell you, I'm a loner, I don't get close to people, I don't allow people to get close to me, I am better off by myself. Even in the church, people silently suffer through their personal challenges because they have no one to talk to. They won't go to the pastor because they are afraid that they will hear their business recounted in the sermon. Or maybe the pastor will tell his wife or share it with his pastor friends. Even when there is no evidence that this has ever happened, they tend to believe that. And I could continue with that, but I say all of this to make the point that this matter of trust is crucial because many people have trust issues and the number of people who do have trust issues is on the rise. Another reason why trust is an important issue is that trust is necessary for all kinds of human relationships and we are all social beings. All interactions with other people involve some level of trust whether they be with your friends, family, or colleagues. And when it comes to trust, it's not a matter of if or maybe or yes or no. It's really a matter of degree. Okay. What level is the trust yeah. that you have? Or the situation you, um, you mentioned with some, even the church, some members were free to go to the pastor with issues. Uh, surely they don't develop these issues in a vacuum. They must have had some previous um, experience of um, trust being betrayed for them to develop this um, type of not trusting anybody. That is true. Mm. That is true. But the, the thing is, sometimes the betrayal of trust in the mm. past mm. really was not along the lines of a pastor. Mm. Mm. You know, it, it yeah. could be past experiences that you are mm. using mm. To, to make the assumption that everybody is mm. like that. And sometimes you hear things from mm. other people about uh, trust mm -hmm. trust of the same pastor but the fact is there is no evidence that that is the case right. so in other words you you don't hear the pastor talking about other people's business mm -hmm. why would he talk about yours so to speak or that he has betrayed other people's trust okay he so, or she <laughs> so um so is it the case of um once bitten twice shy or you sleep a mark that but it means that so it it could be mm -hmm. it could be it could mm -hmm. be that mm -hmm. it could be that that is the case but the point is that mm -hmm. persons with trust issues will not want to trust anybody mm -hmm. and i think that that's a dangerous place to live because we're not created to you know live our lives being mm -hmm. suspicious of everybody okay um what is um what should we understand Oftentimes we hear the term somebody has trust issues. What should we understand trust issues to mean? Trust issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, please excuse me, people. I'm being distracted. Trust issues. What should we understand trust issues to mean? Depression Alliance staff again, they propose that trust issues are actually forms of defense mechanisms, but not necessarily healthy ones. So issues arise when the trust you have placed in others gets violated or destroyed. 
you may have taken the risk of trusting another person but it didn't go very well so you feel hurt you feel betrayed you feel scared to trust anybody again and people may create ways to avoid the risk of possible disappointment so this is another way that we can think about trust issues where you're creating ways to avoid disappointment especially when they start to expect that they cannot ever trust other people so this can result in self-sabotage they project what has happened in their past onto what may happen in the future then they get stuck in this trap of mistrust and suspicion and let's face it if we have no safe haven no one who we can trust then if there's no one to just be ourselves around to talk with and to be open without fear of misgivings even if we think we are happy now it's not going to last for this is not how we are expected to live this is no way for us to live and it can quickly propel into schizophrenia or really paranoia okay so from what you just said i I thought I heard that in some aspects it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. So something happened in the past. Um, somebody bet um, betrayed your trust. So you're not going to trust anybody going forward. And you sort of set the scene so that your trust is sure to be betrayed again to, to prove the point that you can't trust anybody. Yes. And, mm. and I like that. That's a very good explanation. Mm. And I want to also point out that uh, persons who have trust issues that their trust has been betrayed in the past not only one time but usually it's a it's 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 done multiple times for you to just give up on everybody right okay um tell us reverend tashi how can we tell if a person has um trust issues all right, so one, they have no friends and they don't want any friends. Two, they open up to nobody at all. They don't open up to anybody. They don't believe anything that anyone tells them. So they're always fact-checking and, you know, whatever you say, they have to find out if it's really true because they just don't believe what you're saying at all. Even when there is no reason to believe that you are lying or anything mm -hmm. like that. They always expect the worst. People are going to betray them. People are using them. So when they think about people within the context of a relationship, they're always expecting the worst. They think the worst of everyone. Also, another sign of, of, of trust issues that people will show, they keep people at a distance. Even though they may long for deep and meaningful relationships, mm -hmm. for these people, their friendships are usually very superficial. They don't commit, and these people often feel like an outcast or people label them as loners. So those are some of the signs. And of course, there are certain personality types that may have trust issues. They are also found in mental health conditions and more serious illnesses so some of these are like depression post-traumatic stress adjustment disorders personality disorders these are personality types on the medical side that will 
that 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 for them it's almost natural it's a medical issue for them to have trust issues so is it that some people are more prone to having trust issues than others if you have a certain medical conditions yes right Mm -hmm. and uh, from goodtherapy.org they shared some other signs that a person may be excessively mistrustful so let me just give a quick list Lack of intimacy or friendships, mistrust that interferes with a relationship, dramatic and stormy relationships, suspicion or anxiety about friends and family, terror during physical intimacy, belief that others are deceptive or malevolent without evidence. And, you know, some of these, there are some unhealthy habits too that stem from trust issues that can ruin an otherwise good relationship so for example within the context of a relationship people Mm -hmm. who are checking the phone messages of their partner all the time they keep checking Mm -hmm. so they're checking the the phone of their significant other they know the password or they want to know the password Mm -hmm. and it's almost like paranoia thinking of worst case scenarios so you mm-hmm. might be calling your significant other they don't answer mm-hmm. the phone and you start to think oh it's because he's out with somebody else yeah. or because mm-hmm. she is cheating on me mm-hmm. she's not answering my calls and you know that kind of thinking you know the person is avoiding me that you know those kinds of thought processes are indication that there are some trust issues there cheating which is an interesting one i thought that they mm-hmm. would name so the explanation is that sometimes in progressing into a relationship that may become serious the moment it becomes serious one person begins to cheat because they don't trust themselves to be able to handle all of that responsibility so it's it's kind of a way of keeping someone at bay i don't want to get too serious and i don't trust myself to be able to handle the seriousness of a relationship so let me do this in order to right so so those are some of the signs that there are some trust issues well while you spoke you mentioned you mentioned paranoia and yes it does sound like people with trust issues someone with trust issues could um get to a stage where it's like they're developing a mental illness that's yes if it is very severe Mm -hmm. that's true if it is not managed properly Mm -hmm. you know that that's exactly what it what it becomes and some people will will get paranoid to the point where they stop eating, they're losing weight, they get into depression, mm-hmm. and you know because it and it's almost a feeling of losing control. But you want to have control. I have known of persons who who get uh, private detectives to go and you know yeah. seek out what's going on with their partner because they just want to know. Even though after they know what's going on, they don't do anything anyway, you know. So, so, so it's it's like a trap. So they're still there in the relationship. I don't trust you. I know that you are cheating on me, or I know that you're not living up to expectation. But, you know, they they have gotten to this place of of paranoia. So they're not really coping very well. But then they don't want to end the relationship because I can't start over after all this time. And then because the trust issues are there, I don't trust anybody to, you know, go over all of this again. So, and there are women who believe that a man must cheat. It's normal. I expect it. So, 
if he does it well, he's just a man. That's that, and those are that's just trust issues speaking, in my opinion. Okay. How does a person get there? Get to the point where they just don't trust anybody. They they don't take anybody's word for anything. They need proof for everything. How do they get there? Is it, could it be a case where they themselves are not trustworthy, so they project it onto others? Maybe that's a possibility, and that's one of my recommendations later on in mm. the in the conversation when we get to how can we deal mm. with trust issues and mm. build trust and so on. But I want to suggest that usually trust issues begin much earlier than that, mm. as early as childhood. So. Mm. There are some persons, as adults, they are predisposed to that because of the, the kind of childhood that they would have had. Mm-hmm. So, the trust issues we have as adults, are they are likely to have developed from early life experiences and interactions. For example, if as a child, a person didn't get enough care and acceptance, or if they were abused, violated, or mistreated, these kinds of situations may lead to difficulty trusting as an adult so if we jump into the teenage years now social rejection can affect a person's ability to trust from being bullied to being treated as outcasts by peers these experiences can negatively influence relationships later in life and if a person has been betrayed or belittled by others this impacts self-esteem and self-esteem plays a major role in a person's capacity to trust people with low self-esteem they may be less likely to trust others and those with higher self-esteem they are they tend to be more self-assured and in addition to all of that that i've just mentioned people develop trust issues because their trust has been violated at some point or the other. But in the main, I think that early socialization is one of the most significant determinants of trust issues in adults. Right, like many other things. Yes, yeah. that is, yeah. that is, because, um, that is yeah, true. Your childhood, um, it is said that the first six years of your life, I think they say, your personality is essentially set. Right. That, that's what he said and, and you know even as children when fathers make promises fathers are mothers when people mm. when, they, when the parents make promises that they mm. don't keep mm. and sometimes when there is too much disagreement between mother mm. and father mm. the child doesn't develop any secure relationship mm. with any of the parent because things are so unpredictable and because of the lack of that security within the context of the relationship that can become an issue of trust later on in life. Okay. Well, listeners, you're not going to believe it, but we're just about out of time for this episode. But have no fear, as we shall continue our discussion in the next episode. have just listened to Reverend Tashi's talks. To hear more from Reverend Tashi, go ahead and download the Podbean app 
then follow the Rev TC Views podcast. You may also subscribe to Reverend Tash's YouTube channel. Search for Tasha Campbell on the YouTube platform. If you have been empowered by this talk, click subscribe, then hit the notification bell so you will never miss an episode. Every blessing.